Sonic Cybertron. And now it's resident show witness. It's this moment. Rise my podcast. Serve your new master well. Oh Hey everybody, welcome to Old Hill Unicron episode 33, also known as Matt's Farts Grew Ten Times Louder That Day. <laughs> but why, asked Susie Who? Why not, replied Matthew Deluxe, as he picked her up and threw her into the river, never to be seen again. I'm your host, <laughs> Oscar Alonzo, on this beautiful post-Christmas episode of All Hill Unicron the time of recording, it is the 26th of December after the magical day. I hope everyone had a great holiday. We're going to be, it's, it's there. It's going to be a Christmas centric show. So, you know, Justin came up with a great title for the episode because Justin is a genius. So let's go ahead and get the ball rolling to my left is everyone's favorite accident injury attorney, Mr. Robert D. Hello. How is everybody? Yay! Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. And to my right, he's everyone's mad professor, the guy who we can't give enough shit to because he's done so much for this show. We we honestly have to sit there and say thank you, Justin, for all that you do. We call him the nutty professor because he likes sexual... to nut everywhere. Yeah, but ooh, the peeping Tom of Delaware, <laughs> the one, the only the peeping Tom of Delaware. <laughs> DTRX6 Justin. That is me. Uh, I do have that nickname. So. <laughs> he is not allowed within 100 yards of Victoria's Secrets in his area. <laughs> or a pet store. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or a pet store. Long story. Goddamn gerbils. It's getting in everywhere, every <laughs> crevice. And I'm your host, Oscar Alonzo. Everyone's favorite internet has been. So let's get the ball rolling. Did anybody get anything? Robert. I got. Full of the Christmas spirit. That's one thing. Um, yeah. I also got in uh, New Age um, Alita One. Oh, cool. um, for some reason, they named her Christine, which I don't get because maybe RC's. Maybe it's the Stephen King movie or the I book. I mean, RC's name is Machine and Mensch. And, oh, okay. And she's just Christine. But um, yeah, she comes in alt mode. These are pretty neat alt modes. I kind of like them. If, you know, I didn't, I didn't transform the RC, um, and so the RC comes in alt mode. I mean, the photos, I was kind of put off by the l- rather large seats, you know. But right in hand, I dig it. It's really neat. I really like this. I really feel like New Age. New Age has become the fans' toys of legends. I mean, they they really have stepped up above and beyond. They were neck and neck with Magic Square back when their scale was weird and they were all ball joints. And people loved. They're fine with the small sizes and they were fine with the ball joints. But you could always say, well, at least Magic Square is proportioned a little better and they had a little more intricate engineering. But they had the shitty plastic. Now, New Age, it's everything Magic Square is and and is better in every way. Um, I got that. And I finally got in my um, New Age Air Guardian, a.k.a. Jetfire. And this thing's insanely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, 
paid full price for them, U.S. retail, which makes me sick to my stomach because it was just a few days ago that um, I remember I asked Matt, I'm like, where did you get these figures? Because he got Magic Square super early. And he was like, oh, I got them straight from Magic Square, man. I'm like, what? Magic Square has a shop? And then he yeah, came that like, led. They have their own shop and they're super cheap. You're buying yeah. direct from them and you're obviously getting a super discount. What's, what's and the you shipping know if you're, Huh? What's the shipping cost like? Over cheap. There? Have you bought from them yet? And yeah, I bought. I, I canceled a bunch of Magic Square pre-orders that I had at like you know other places, and you know it's just a few. It's not more expensive than shipping in the states. It really isn't. You know, like Sky Guardian was like ten to thirteen dollars to ship, which isn't a big deal because it's fifty dollars cheaper. Yeah. You know, um, that's not for Magic Square. You know, so then I asked Matt because I noticed he got his um jet fire in a long time ago he's getting his stuff in early where do you where are you getting the new age stuff from and he said show z i normally avoid show z just because they've always come through but they don't communicate well you know and some things take a long time and you have you feel like you're in no man's land and you start to wonder if you got scammed and then you'll get like a ship notification and then someone's knocking on your door in 10 minutes you know and it's there like they ship to a third party in Pennsylvania or Philly or something like that. And then you get it. Um, so, you know, I looked on Shozy's website and their stuff has it like a significantly cheaper magic. And sometimes shipping is free. Yeah. So I'm just like, I was going like Chosen Prime stuff, BBTS stuff, just canceling pre-orders. Like, why am I going to pay $160? I think it was 150 160 for Jetfire. Something like that. Around there, yeah, some astronomically stupid level for a legend. And like the clear jet fire from New Age is 90. Yep. 90. So why why would I give you an extra $60? No, go fuck yourself. That's mm -hmm. bullshit. Anyway, yeah. Oscar got very upset when he realized this too. He was you were really upset. Yeah, I was. I was pretty mad. I, yeah, I, it makes I'm not I'm not why it's it's a scam because you know what? BBTS and Chosen Prime. Um, they have different differing prices. It's not like a specific price, and maybe yeah. one has is ninety eight cents, and the other one's ninety nine cents. They're like in the same zone, but but different. And it always seemed weird to me, and I realize now why. It's because their markup is arbitrary. They're paying bottom dollar for these figures, and they're the ones hosing us. Yep. You know, because if I'm paying ninety for a clear jet fire, I don't know what the original cost, but it's obviously less than ninety. If I'm paying 90 for the clear jet fire, I'm not buying bulk. So what kind of a deal are they getting buying bulk, you know, and then paying yep. like, you know, you know, shipping on bulk. It's all cheaper. So it's even we're getting hosed out even more than $60 for each figure. The, the only devil's advocate thing I can I can think of here, and I don't know, you know, I, I am not someone who's buying and selling toys to, to everybody, um, but like. I know there's like import taxes and things like that, and I wonder if Shozi and stuff can avoid that by sending, you know, mailing it to <laughs> someone here and then forwarding it along to us, or or how that works. Like, I, I wonder like how much your chosen primes and things like that end up getting uh, railed a little bit from importing stuff from China. You know what I mean? Well. We know. Let's just say that's all. I would. I would just. I'm assuming. I absolutely don't know, but I would. I would assume that perhaps that's offset by the discount they get. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it couldn't be sixty to eighty dollars, hundred dollars maybe. How cheap could they be getting it per figure? 
Could be. It was, I mean, what kind of a, t- a tariff is that? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just that's the only devil's devil's advocate I can play on this because like I think it's ridiculous too, and um, I've started canceling pre-orders for things here as a result for same reasons. So. Which is wild. It's really highway robbery though. Um, I also got in from um, Mythic Legions. They're the Red Krumpus, um, which is sick. I love it. the original one was black, and then they came out with a red repaint. Krampus. 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 There is no you. Krampus. We like those people that call them coup- coupons, and it's like no, they're coupons. Well, I no. mean, if you pronounce the said. original, it's it's pronounced like, no. Krampus. Krampus. Yeah, well, and yeah, it's like German or something because they're fucking right. geniuses over there. They Krampus. make awesome cars, and Tim K is a handsome son of a bitch. Tim K is beautiful. That man is, Tim K, is like Tim a K is the Viking who wants to murder you and scavenge your booty. Tim K is the Bobby Skullface of Germany. He really is. He actually is the Red Skull. Did you know that? Is he really? Mm-hmm. He's your real face. Oh, makes sense now. Anyway. He all the toys and stuff. He holds the, the, the distributors hostage. Those are family's hostages. And then they send him the hot toys. He reviews them. He lets him go. Maybe. Maybe. And then she's like, not so fast there. There is another Thanos hot toys and I am interested in. Slow down. Slow down. You're killing me. I thought I told you that if he won't stop. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, shit, man. No, whatever. He doesn't listen either. Yeah, if you listen to this tape, go ahead and PM me. I'll apologize, but. You're not listening, so I'm not apologizing. He's not listening. But, yeah, uh, let's see, Christmas presents. Um, I got pajamas, which I'm wearing right now. Uh, button down, fleece button down, and some uh, and a sweater. You know, but uh, what's really weird is really my, the most special gift that I got. So I woke up oddly rested, and I opened my eyes, and I was like, wow. I actually felt like I got some sleep. Because I've been getting horrible sleep. Like, you know, every night in a row has been like four hours of sleep. And Christmas was right. the worst. I went to bed at 7.30 in the morning. We'll talk oh, about that. Oh. But I, I I woke up. And I'm just like, oh, where's Lisa? She's not in the room. I look at my phone. It's 12.30. I'm like, wow, she let me sleep in. I was like, it is a Christmas miracle. <laughs> when I went out, you there, boy. Just what day it is. It's Christmas, my wife. Mr. Giagoni. Shut it. My wife is usually like, want to come down, have coffee, and make breakfast with me? I'm just like, look, I love you, but I'm fucking tired. Come on now. Let me just lay here. And then I feel guilty, and I get up anyway. So, um, All right. That's it. Very nice. Dustin, what'd you get this week? Um, Let's see. I got... <laughs> so... I got a 3-0 Optimus Prime. Um, oh. to- totally not really knowing the scale um, or where I'm going to put this thing. And, Which size uh, is it? Which one is it? The uh, deluxe one. But it's enormous. And I don't know where it's going to go in my house yet. Uh, how big is enormous? Like um, seven inches? Nine inches? No, it's like two feet tall. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, yeah, good luck with that. It's giving combiners a run for its money. Um, I think it's probably bigger than most of the combiners I have in here. I don't know. It's huge. Um, so I don't know where that's going to go. Uh, to be determined. 
Um, so I got that. I got a, um, and that was Head from Christmas. I also got a uh, Ghostbusters cookbook for Christmas and a little a little uh, Playmobil Ghostbusters set. So I can't complain about that. Uh, so Wait, what's a Ghostbusters cookbook? It's very so uh, I I don't know. My, my wife found it. It's a uh, cookbook of all Ghostbusters inspired recipes. So <laughs> I was flipping through it. Like it's pretty cool. There's a lot of things with marshmallows, of course. Um, Peter yeah, Beckman, send her home already. <laughs> Casserole. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like they have like uh, Egon's um, molds, spores, and fungus stuffed mushrooms. Like so it's basically oh. just stuffed mushrooms, but you know named. <laughs> Egon, but uh, like that's pretty it. clever. Like, it's a gross as fuck name, but that's pretty clever. Yeah, exactly. And like, I, I just I fucking love it. Like, it's it's right up my alley. So, um, super excited for that. Um, got some PlayStation games. So very excited to play some PlayStation. Games. Oh, what games um, you get? I got the uh, Horizon games. Is that yeah? Okay. Yeah, I got the, the first one and second one. And the uh, racing? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, it's a it's an it's like an adventure game like God of War. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, hmm. a, I've I've heard nothing but good things, and I've never played it, so I was like, I'd like that for Christmas, you know. Do they have that I've for played Xbox? It. Say again. Do they have? No, that's for, for PlayStation. Xbox? You said PlayStation games. No, I know, but do they have it for Xbox? That no, it's well. oh, your Google it. Exclusive. So. Huzzah! Take yeah, that. There are no, Xbox no like go. good games on Xbox, guys. Mm-hmm. Not unless you like Call of Duty or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I got that. I got the Batman, well, I guess not Batman, the Gotham Knights game. Um, so I'm looking forward to trying that one as well. Um, huh. And then, so, okay, so, okay, kids are asleep, so it's good. We can say whatever we need to say. But uh, my wife and I talked about having, like, a Santa gift for, you know, like, she's like, do you want to have, a Santa, like, one gift that we were going to give each other, you know, from Santa to us? I'm like, yeah, sure. And so I'm like, hey, I need you to, like, write the tag on this because she was writing all the Santa tags. It's like, shit, I forgot to put one of your gifts in the Santa gift. I'm like, no problem, no problem. So I <laughs> walked down to the basement. I was like, where is my pile of loot? I was like, open up. I'm like, ah, there's these goddamn rated trades that I still haven't opened. I'm like, which one of these will I have her wrap? <laughs> what was it? I went down and got the uh, one of those uh, Zeta toys or who have Moon Studio. Oh, the train, the rated train trains? Box. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I like, haven't unboxed mine either. Do I want to actually open? Because, like, you know, after opening the torso bots, like, I was just so defeated on that set of toys. I'm like, no, I'm not interested. Dude, I'm in the same boat as you. Uh huh. So, uh, yeah, so I, I, I got that and uh, gave it to the wife to wrap uh, in, you know, that was, that was my Santa gift. So, um, did you think that perhaps that would inspire you to actually try to open it and play with it? I did. And I opened it. I'm like, this one's actually good. And I remember, I think it was Matt I was talking to. And he's like, no, no, no. Those ones are actually decent. I'm like, yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, so I opened it. I opened whatever the, the one that looks like he's nude. Um, he's the one that I, I opened. Like he's nude? Yeah. He's like, you know, he's in nude colors. He's just nude. <laughs> hey there guy want to transform this uh-huh. yeah you want to run a train like if you saw oh, him if you on. saw him you you would say he's nude too i mean you know what i'm talking about right yeah oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah you know i'm a fucking pervert yes this is true so uh yeah that's what i got so um yeah hmm. good stuff oscar 
What did you get? Oh, uh, well, I did find a Velocitron Crasher from my good friend Justin. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. Dumb luck at Walmart, but I was like, oh, wow, I'm going to make this guy's day. And then Justin, get this, Robert. Justin's like, hey, man, what do I owe you? I laughed and blocked him. What <laughs> a fucking loser. No, it's a Christmas present. It's a Christmas present. So I was like, hey, there you go. I was like, yeah. I was like, you drunk piece of shit. Put the beer down. Pay attention. Exactly. But um, yeah, I found a crasher. I was like, oh. And then I found the the black drag strip. And then I was like, eh, you know what? I don't want it. Like, I don't I don't need a G2 Menasaur. I'm happy with the set that's coming out. And when I get breakdown, it'll be completed. And I made the decision to cancel my pre-order due to recent discoveries. Because um, I'm going to get it somewhere else. Hopefully for a better price. Watch it be the same. Who cares? Um, sold out. Yeah. <laughs> sold out. Um, so, yeah. So, I picked him up. And then, let's see. What else did I get? Uh, for Christmas, my wife did get me a Soundwave helmet. Um, no. Which I told her as a helmet. joke when we were. That wasn't a helmet. That was actually Soundwave's head. Come on. Yeah, I told it to her as a joke when we were having a. We went out for her birthday dinner on the seventeenth, um, and you know we were just looking through stuff, and I saw there was on clearance on GameStop. I was like, "Oh, check it out!" She's like, "Oh, well, that's not Thundercracker." I'm like, "Yeah, but you know, Soundwave, right? Whatever." And she's like, "Okay," and never get never gave it a sec. I never gave it a second thought. I didn't think she'd be crazy enough, so she ordered it. And GameStop sent it in this really long box. I remember seeing the box, but I thought it was like, you know, like a fucking another, like, a, uh, I thought it was going to be like a Stormbreaker prop replica or something like that to add to the gauntlet I have in the living room. Um, so I paid it in no mind. Um, turns out when she ordered the one, GameStop sent her two. So I have an extra one, which I'm going to send to my kid brother up in Seattle as a Christmas gift, along with a custom-made ornament from those Facebook ads. Um, this one actually came through. It wasn't, you know, they didn't send me a pack of fucking toothbrushes saying that was the fucking, you know, dog tent I ordered for 20 bucks. That'll teach me. Um, yeah, I got that. I also got um, my first ever Flames Toys Katakuri Kuri Arkham Knight. Katakuri. Yeah, whatever, man. No one cares. Um, no one cares, Robert. God damn, stupid motherfucker. Um, yeah, so I got my first flames toys. Katakuri, how do you say it? Hito Katakuri. It, Hito, Hito means man, like person. That's why they're, they're doing a line of, like, people. Hito Katakuri. So I got the Arkham Knight. It's right. a phenomenal fucking toy. I mean, I must have almost had a heart attack 30 seconds after taking them out because like the, the bad ears on the right side popped off. Mm. I was like, Oh, I found them again. I'm, I'm just going to crazy glue them on. I don't know how to put fucking batteries in there to get the light eyes going. I'm going to research it a little more, but it's a great fucking figure. I think it's fucking great. It's a very welcome Christmas gift mm. from my side piece. Mm. Um, and the other thing I got, Justin, was an amazing gift from my side piece. AIDS. No, it's gonorrhea. Can you please stop referring to me as your side piece? <laughs> I got Studio Cell Unicron. Oh, wow. 
Yep, and this was something that I was not really expecting. Um, it is an amazing addition to my collection. Never thought I'd say that about the uh, Unicron figure. Um, it's so nice. I had no clue what to do with stuff, but the internet is your friend, so I did some research, especially when it comes to the collar around the head. Folded that in, and I like it. It's great. I mean, I haven't put on the extra city bits on his wings and stuff like that, but I don't plan to because I, I I don't know. I'm happy with the way he looks now. So, but he's great. Articulations solid, right on. It's it. I could I totally understand every you know how a lot of people really love this. You know, I'm sure people hated it too because they got the the Hasbro Unicron. That fucking Pringle abomination, but this looks, this is great. I love it. I really do. That's nice. I love it a lot. So, yeah. Let's see what else. I got a, I got a, I got a robe for my mom. Um, my wife got me a Marvel Legends Iceman with the Age of Apocalypse bath I'm building bit by bit. So she liked it because oh it's a cool color. Blue's her favorite color. So and it's not a bad Iceman figure. So um I got that. Let's see what else did I uh, I got some Dr. Sasquatch soaps. You know? Some stinky bad <laughs> America. So yeah, that's that's about it. That's about it. Hmm. Transforming this uh, RC mold is not fun. Huh. Well, you paid for it yeah, no. at American retail. So place, since no? this is a Christmas episode, we talked about what we got for Christmas. So, you know, J Robert, before you jumped on the call while you're getting yourself prepared, you know, Justin and I were talking about like holiday movies, for example, right? You have classics like A Christmas Story, which I finally watched in its entirety for the first time in like 20 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And it's probably one of the funniest films I've ever fucking seen. And, like, it, it just, it felt like it could go on forever, and I'd still watch it. But, like, you know, after the dogs come in and tear up the turkey, you know, I was like, eh. And then they ended at the Chinese theater, with at the Chinese takeout place, which was, holy crap, man. The, sub, the, the subtitles were not kind to uh, the gentleman singing Deck to Halls. Jingle bells. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Yeah, and it's like, uh, ra 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 I was like, oh, it's horrible. I may be in the minority here, but I cannot stand that movie. <laughs> I thought I couldn't either. And then I'm like, you know, it, I just found it funny, especially the scene with like when he knocks down the bully. And, like, he's beating the shit out of him. And his buddy's like, hey, hey, kid. He's just nudging him. And he, like, you know, meanwhile, this is, like, the bully's best friend, right? His stooge. He pushes him on the ground. After all that bully, that, that little shit did. When he get pushed on the ground, he's all like, well, tell him my dad. <laughs> runs yeah. off. And the mom, the mom comes up and she pulls a whole, you know, hammer, don't hurt him, right? So she's freaking sitting there. Ralphie. And, Ralphie, stop! You're killing him, you know. And he, he fucked this kid up, man. Um, and then my wife tried to get me to watch the sequel that they made to that. I, I heard that was good. That existed. It stars Marv from Home Alone, which we're gonna segue to shortly. Oh my fucking god. Um, he. Oh uh, no, no, no! Not that. <laughs> that's not a sequel. That's a redo. 
really because it, it it shows him as an old it shows him as old as an older kid looks scary like the main character the main actor from the first film no they recently this year did no no chris that's that one yeah that's an actual sequel this one right. was called a christmas story too though right yeah no I, I started watching that we two. thought we were watching that we were watching a new version and we were watching that and we we're like i don't think this is the fucking movie <laughs> yeah the new version which i haven't seen yet stars the guy all grown up as a dad himself and yeah. having his own christmas story like movie which I, I can't wait to see because that actually looks pretty good. I like when they pull the actors out from, you know, basically from storage and you get them to reprise their roles. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we, we saw that. And then on Christmas, we went to go visit my, my mom, my nephews, my sister, and my nephews were watching Home Alone. So I watched Home Alone, the rest of Home Alone 1, right? It was like shortly after McAllister was like fucking killing these guys with load, like full paint cans flying at them. Um, and all this stuff. I watched Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I love that one. That's my favorite one. Um, and then because Donald Trump is in it. That's why you love it. No. Um, then yeah. I saw, for some reason, we jumped from Home Alone 3 to Home Alone 4, which Justin, you and I were talking about. And it's one that had, it was released back in 98, 97, 98. <coughs> Hold on. Ask you which Marv are you talking about? Yeah, the the Christmas Story sequel, the Christmas Story Part Two, that has uh, Marv in it. He was the the taller Wet Bandit, not the shorter one. But yeah, um, Home Alone Four is the one where they basically recasted everybody. Try to reboot it, and they had French Stewart was his name. He played Marv Merchants, but it's it's not it's not a reboot, right? It's like a, a sequel. Sequel. Yep. Somehow because the it's father, a sequel where they recast Kevin, they recast his mom, his dad, they recast Marv, who is now with some chick. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a big sloppy sloppy mess. So I, I, I like how this is a sequel slash reboot because 12 years later, Kevin McAllister still is like a fucking eight-year-old. He's like younger. He's younger than yeah. he was in the original Because <laughs> they're movie. carrying him. You know, so obviously the McAllister affair was brought to light. Poor old, you know, Mr. and Mrs. McAllister divorced, rushing him into the arms of a new woman. But in come the new wet bandits. That's right. Peter and Kate McAllister divorced. They look nothing like their actors. Not They didn't even try. They didn't even try at all. They're just like, yeah. this is the McAllisters. You better believe this. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's really hard because you have Catherine. Like, so you had John Hurd who played Peter McAllister. Then you had the legendary Kathleen O'Hara. Who played Kate McAllister? If you ever, if you guys ever have, I think they're on Hulu now, but it, the show's called Shits Creek. Mm-hmm. It stars Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. It stars uh, Eugene Levy's son Daniel Levy. Um, it's a great show. Check that out. But I keep meaning you know, to check it out because it looks fantastic. 
It is good. There's, there's some serious funny moments. There's some nice. It, it's one of those shows that it's based on comedy, but has its nice touching drama moments. It's basically about like the shit, um, not the shits, but they're they're called the roses. They lose everything. I mean everything. Their accountant basically embezzled tons of money, and they lost everything. They haven't paid taxes in years, so the IRS fucking wiped them out, cleaned them out. Um, yeah, check that out. That's that's a great fucking show. Um, I don't know how comfortable you are with seeing dudes kiss on occasion, but that happens on that show, as well as girl on girl. So you know it's whatever. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a great fucking show, man. I loved it. Thought it was great. But yeah, so I'm watching Home Alone four. And it's 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 just so B movie, you know, like it's not even B. It's like C movie. It looks like something a film student did with a fucking iPhone. And he's trying to pass it on as if it's fucking, you know. Like it's gospel, but it's fucking awful. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we and you and I talked about how, like, if you watch the first Home Alone there's that scene between, you know, Macaulay Culkin and Catherine O'Hara where he's like, he says a really mean thing. Like, I just want a new family. And she looks dead at him. She's like, well, maybe you'll get just that this Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about and if you're a parent or you've raised a child, you understand that from ages four to 14, man, they're assholes on, on occasion. Right. You know, and, and, and as a parent, and I'm not a parent, but I think, Robert, you can agree with this, too. Sometimes you just get frustrated and you say the occasional mean thing back at your kid when they say something fucked up like that. Mm-hmm. So, so you tell them they're adopted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. So, you know, but they're like, oh, the mother's so bad. You know, I'm still wondering just what the fuck is it that Peter McAllister's brother in France does for a living that he's able to buy them all first class tickets to France. You know, that's not a small flight. You know what I mean? So it's like, holy shit, man. Like, what the hell do you guys do for a living? But, um, probably, um, yeah, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like there was just a charm to Macaulay Culkin's Kevin McAllister that he was a cute little kid and he was by himself and you knew he was splurging, you know, eating shit he's not supposed to eat before bed. And, you know, the same thing. That's that's the shit too is like, you know, in Home Alone one and two, Kevin acts older than he is. Like he still acts like a kid, right? But like mm-hmm. like they do the stuff like going to the grocery store and asking about like the fucking toothbrush being, you know, American Dental Association approved and all this stuff. Like you know, like all this stuff that's like out of character for a kid and then like Home Alone four, this kid's as little kid as you can be. You know, like Yeah. Like it, you, it's not even believable that that is that that is uh Kevin. I will still wait for the scene where the kid where they kept the 2002 Home Alone four Kevin McAllister will come up to his dad and be like, "I made boom boom in the potty," you know, exactly. and then be like, "Good <laughs> job, buddy! You so glad of you, so proud of you, so glad of you, so proud of you." I'm a shit parent. That's why I don't have kids. But you know, like like he's doing that, you know. And then we come full circle to Disney Plus. Last year they released Home Sweet Home Alone. Which was, I guess, their attempt. I don't know if it's a reboot or they're just trying to bring life back into the franchise. It, yeah, like it's it's sort of a reboot. Like it's a reboot and it's not a reboot, right? Like because they most yeah. definitely reference the McAllisters. Buzz is in the movie. They talk about Kevin playing pranks on the cops, which is like Kevin's a big piece of shit as he's an adult now. You know? <laughs> yeah. So Frank like, let, let's let's cop. go. So let's get over the let's go over the cast. The, the the main lead, Archie Yates, plays Max Mercer. What a last name to have. 
I swear. But so Max Mercer is the you know the stare the the home alone kid in this movie. Like I I I didn't pay attention that much to this film. I'll be honest with you. I was drifting in and out of consciousness because I had too much flan. You know, my blood sugar spiked. I was like, oh, I need a fucking nap, you know? But I would come to on certain parts. What I remember is him being a little shit in the beginning of the film. An absolute turd to his fucking mom, right? Meanwhile, the McKenzies are going through hard times. And they have to sell their house. house. I think the only reason they went in the house is because he pissed and moaned that he had to pee or something. like. Yeah, he had to use the bathroom. That's how they walked into the open house and they got introduced to the McKenzie's. So they're sitting there and, you know, the the McKenzie families, they're going through hard times. And they're the the quote-unquote bandits of this film, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, holy shit, man. Like, you, you can't sell to me that these guys are going to get like, you know, home alone the way they are going to get home alone because you're, you're humanizing the shit out of them. They're not like the wet bandits that were, you know, you better lock your doors, blah, blah, blah. The wet bandits are coming to town. Some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like Joe Pesci and, and the other guy, Daniel Stern, that's his name, sold the fact that the wet bandits are despicable pieces of shit, you know? so what happened to them they deserved it but these are just it's a mom and dad they're hiding the fact from their kids that they're selling the house which according to the portrayal of their kids in a film they're old enough to understand that you know these are hard times we have to you know we have to make sacrifices one of them is going to basically be us selling it what is uh, going on in the background of your place what are you doing Robert hold on Oh, Hot dogs, might as well. Oh, hot dogs. Hey, Robert, if you were a hot dog, what would you put on yourself? Oh, uh, mustard and relish and ketchup and onions oh. and sauerkraut. You sound delicious. <laughs> no, but uh, sorry. Yeah, about so that, okay, guys. so the Mackenzies are bait. It's fine. Uh, so the McKenzie's are going on hard times. They have to sell their house. They're hiding it from their kids. Their kids in this movie are actually old enough to understand that mom and dad are going through tough times. The dad isn't like a piece of shit. Neither is the mom. The dad lost his job. He got laid off. So there's no income coming in. So they have to sell the house. You know, um, it turns out they had this doll that was assembled incorrectly. So the doll is worth like $200,000. And they think that this kid, Isn't it like it's Max Mercer. Or something, like something that yeah, like... it's on upside down or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, uh, they yeah, think he right. stole it. Down. That's right. Mm-hmm. So they think he stole it. And so the, the, the movie begins. There are the bandits. They're breaking into the house. And they're going through hell. Like this poor lady like gets her shoes blown off. <laughs> and then she walks on, on top of Legos. And that fucks her feet up, and then she falls on her knees on the Legos, which makes her in like this. This these two, this poor couple, is put through the fucking ringer. Mm-hmm. Sounds like okay. a couple of criminals. So, so we have Devin Rattray, Rattray, who plays Buzz McAllister in the original Home Alone. Okay, he reprises his role. And, of course, instead of, like, selling us that, hey, the McAllister family, after that traumatizing two experiences with Kevin, came out stronger for it, they show Buzz become, like, the fat, lazy cop. You know, the one that sits in his squad cars and is eating his food. He's like, ah, oh, man, 
I can't believe I have to work on Christmas. Uh oh, there's a black guy and a Spanish guy. They're up to no good. I just know it. I mean, he's literally shoving something. I think it was like a big burger. I don't remember. So he gets a call of a break in. And he's like, oh, it's just my brother, you know, Kevin. He always does this every year. So Kevin McAllister, who went through these two experiences with the wet bandits, decided to grow up. And didn't he start an alarm company in a movie, Justin? Yeah. Mm hmm. Security. Starts an alarm company and still is childish enough to call the police and lie about a break-in because he knows his brother's a cop in that town. Hmm. Like, I don't know how much of a piece of shit Kevin came out. Like, I don't, I supposedly Macaulay Culkin changed his name. I don't, I don't know what. I don't care. Um, but yeah, that's how Kevin McAllister fucking came out. You know? Um, Justin and I talked. I said, you know, it would have been nice to see like Buzz McAllister kind of be more mature and hear a call like that, and then you know, instantly be reminded of the of the experience his little his little brother Kevin went through. You know, he doesn't want this kid to go through with it. You know, no, it's it's my guy. It's just my brother Kevin, guys. Another donut. No, does this every year. Reports in 1835. I don't know what the police code was. Yeah, I, even said, I even said, like, you know, like, it would have been even funnier if it's like that, like, every year, like, the cops, like, you know, you know, uh, like, rib on, on Buzz because his brother yeah. was involved in that stuff. Like, the cops are just giving him a hard time as co-workers, right? Like, but no, it's Kevin's a piece of shit in this movie. And, like, we're, we're, that's supposed to be funny, you know? Like, okay. Wow. Yeah, like it, it. It's so fucking. So anyway, the the ending, the, the ending made no fucking sense from what I remembered. Um, the Max Mercer kid never stole the doll. The nephew of the Mackenzies, the you know his brother was visiting in town. His really rich, successful brother, who he couldn't ask him for the money to help him get out of that that hole. Um, they came into town, and his his nephew basically. Took the doll and hit it in the house as it's a joke. Also a piece of shit, if I recall correct, because it's been a year. Yeah, he's also. Yeah, it's it's been, he's also a piece of I don't know. Again, in and out of consciousness, too much flan, and and Cuban coffee. So yeah, he's a piece of shit too. The ending feels rushed. But what I wanted to get to do, Robert, because you're here now, I'm gonna go ahead and read some of the reviews for this <laughs> movie. Okay. This one was done by Mr. M. Fuck it, Michael Russell. He he posted this a year ago. <clears throat> this poor excuse for a film is nothing more than an hour and 33 minutes of hot garbage. The emotions you would expect from a Christmas movie were non-existent within my soul and only replaced by burning hatred towards the excuse of the main character. The writers of this movie should never be able to write a movie ever again. They make the protagonist extremely unlikable. He ain't wrong. And the antagonist, a family that is struggling financially. The ending doesn't even make sense and leaves the viewer extremely unsatisfied. I read the five-star yeah, review. All like best friends at the end. Yeah, it's Did we just fucking become best friends? Yup. Like yeah, yep. <laughs> Let's go do karate stuff in my dad's garage. <clears throat> so, to continue, I've read the five-star reviews, and they claim that the movie is good because people are comparing it to the original film. Even if you don't compare this to the original movie, it's still trash. If I was able to rate zero stars, I would. But I can't, so I give it one out of five. 
Now, I will rant about everything that is wrong with this film. The main character's family make me want to jump off a bridge into shark-infested waters, or better yet, throw them into shark-infested waters. If I wanted to get super angry and pump my body full of adrenaline fuel by burning hot anger to commit unspeakable acts, I would watch this movie. If Satan himself were to watch this, he would laugh in delight, and Jesus would most definitely cast it into the lake of fire that would be bound to spend the eternity of the eighth level of Dante's Inferno. When I saw them on the plane, I literally saw a little devil on my shoulder telling me to pray for their plane to crash into the Pacific Ocean. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, there's more. All right, we're almost done. We're halfway there. Then the angel appeared on my right and agreed. <laughs> this is an amazing <laughs> review, by the way. Uh, this also, also, 100% echo all the statements so far. Yeah. <coughs> Another part of this movie I absolutely hate comes to mind is that the tack is the attack on the alarm system. The so-called robber is typing in the security code on a keypad to stop the alarm. One of the numbers there is attack, and the guy impales his finger. Unless this guy's sensory nerves are non-existent, then I would say it's physically impossible to impale your finger on attack. The amount of force you would have to use to to push attack through your finger would make it impossible for the attack to puncture through skin and muscle, and that's without factory ability to sense the attack being there. The movie itself is more painful than any trap presented in the film. There is also no central character building in any portion of the film. There are absolutely no consequences for anybody's action. The boy is a bratty little prick and in the end then craps himself when he realizes he doesn't know how to use a microwave for and cries for mommy. Speaking <laughs> about the mom, she should never be allowed to have children ever again. She needs to learn to take she needs to learn that a belt to a cheek isn't going to end the world, nor will it kill your child. All in all, this is the worst movie I've ever been forced to watch. Even if the robbers were or robber, robber. Uh, that's the way he wrote it. Even the ro- even if the robbers were robber, I would have rooted for them to take everything, burn down the house, and leave the kid in the cold of winter. This oh movie makes the emoji movie. This movie makes the emoji movie look like a cinematic masterpiece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like that's I remember, that I, and, and it's like I said, it's been a year since I've seen this movie, and I have no desire to go back and see it again. But like, didn't he? Like he, him, and his family are like pretty well rich, right? Like compared to the they're family, pretty well off, yeah. Yeah, like they're well off, and like, like I don't know, like I know he went to the church thing, and they were at the church thing or something like that. Yeah, that's that. That leads me to that point. This is probably Robert the funniest scene I've seen in the entire film. This kid goes to the church. Meets the son of the Mackenzies, right? He's there. He just got this. I don't know why you would give your son a water gun for Christmas during the winter. <laughs> I don't know why, but he's like, oh, I got this for Christmas, you know. And he's like, yeah, I'm spending Christmas ball myself because I'm a fucking douchebag that represents people across the pond. Right? He's like, oh, well, here, since you're spending Christmas by yourself, which, by the way, you should have told a fucking adult the first moment he heard those words. Here you go. Gives him the squirt gun. The main character takes it, leaves the church, sees a sign. It's like toy for tots, right? Toys for the less fortunate. <laughs> Essentially shrugs, takes the fucking water gun home, walks in his 10-foot door palace of a fucking house, and enjoys himself with the water gun. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why was he home alone in the first place? I don't even. I don't remember, man. Again, in and out, dude. Yeah, in and out. I don't. I don't even remember why that kid was home alone at all. Like, I feel like he wasn't really home alone. Like, he was like there for a night or something. You know, like I don't know. It wasn't like the. But I do remember the original movie where it's like, by like crazy circumstance, you know, his whole family's going to France and he's uh, missed the airplane. You know. Yeah, but if you watch the first Home Alone, there is genuine chaos in that house. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like they're they're just scrambling to get to to make their flight and all this other stuff. So it's understandable, not that it's right, but it's understandable how you could forget maybe a person when you're rolling like sixteen, seventeen deep. And they, and they do a good job because they have that one little kid there who kind of looks like Kevin, like wearing the hat. So they probably they counted it as they, they well they do in the movie they count him and that's how they like Kevin's here. <laughs> You know, because everybody sees, quote unquote, Kevin, but it's like the neighbor next door, you know, who just won't go home. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, it, it's it's understandable. So, like, there's this scene that I remember in the new Home Alone, Home Sweet Home Alone, that home the mom's flying. It's what it's called. The, the, the mom, I guess, is flying back. To get her son, and she's on a plane, and some guy tries to make conversation, and she's just like, zip, you know, like, completely fucking rude to this guy. Meanwhile, Catherine O'Hara's character in the first Home Alone meets up with, remember, John Candy and his group yeah. of Polka, his right. Polka man? And he came across as a genuinely sweet guy who wants her to find her kid. And makes their trip like this... This bond, this moment, this this moment of character development for Kevin McAllister's mom because she understands like, man, she fucked up and she they said such mean things to each other, you know. She's she's like, you know, he he's he's bringing her comfort in this like really dire time she's going through. Yep. You know what I mean? And it would just spoke to to the character of John Candy as a performer in general. You know, supposedly the part in the van where him and Catherine O'Hara are having a back and forth that was all ad lib. There was no script for that scene. So, you know, all everything they said that was just, you know, it was off the top of their head coming from the heart. So like that 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 small bit because when you watch that scene, you you kind of want to root for Catherine O'Hara to find Kevin. You know, what I mean? like there was nothing more emotional than that big hug he gave her when she opened the door and he came running down the stairs going, "Mom!" and he like gave her the, you know, it's a nice moment. Mm-hmm. What the fuck do we get in Home Sweet Home Alone? Is, you know, Oh, I thought you. Uh, sorry, I thought your kid was, you know, stealing our fucking really rare and expensive doll. But he <laughs> stole a can of soda instead. All oh, right, so he like assaulted you, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. You know, uh, he, he, my wife won't walk right ever again. Um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I got third degree burns. Uh, but you know, Merry Christmas, Merry Happy Christmas to you too, good sir. Oh my God, Max, Max, oh, so mommy missed you so. Oh, mommy, mommy, I couldn't use a microwave, so I shat my pants. <laughs> I touched cloth six times over. You know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So this kid, I forgot. I remember now. So they had, you know, some kind of like piece of shit moment with this kid um i guess they're going to japan for something i don't know for the holidays 
Um, and he, being the entitled like piece of shit he is, goes and sits in the car to watch cartoons away from everybody and falls asleep right. in the car, and then they leave, and the mom thinks that um, he's with, I guess, other ki- people in the house, and uh, everyone else thinks that he's with the mom, and that's how he gets left home alone. So, <laughs> yeah. She's just a shitty mom. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, like, my dad laughing his ass off when I first saw Home Alone as a kid. And that scene where Kevin's shaving, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but I was like, the fuck is he doing that for? And then when he bust out the aftershave, that's when he started laughing. And then there's that, oh, because, you know, the aftershave burns. So, like, there, I don't know. There, like, there's a scene where he's, like, parodying Scarface with a bunch of, what are they, gumballs or milk duds or whatever? And he, like, shoves his face in his mountain of candy. It, it's fucking dumb, dude. Like, unless you were aware of what movies he's parodying, you're not going to understand half the shit. Mm-hmm. What, what an what a absolute fucking train wreck. I mean, I I'm, I'm, I may have to watch the, there's a YouTube channel called Forgotten Failures where they focus on this film. And, and the guy makes a really solid, solid argument. But, you know, it's like the kid literally aggravated, assaulted this family that was hard up for, you know? <laughs> Fucking pores. <laughs> you want to back the engine of vengeance? You son of a bitch. Eat paint cans, screw job. He's like throwing bottles of soda at them. Goddamn! <laughs> right, I don't know, man. Some of the plot holes of this this movie. Oh, you got it brought up. Talk about. It. Let's see. Uh, I'm scrolling through. Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did <laughs> number one? Why didn't they just ring the doorbell to talk to the grandpa who was supposed? <laughs> Say what? Look, so, so, okay. So, supposedly the kid said that, like, you know, his grandmother is there or something like that. Like, they could have just, like, this is the first thing I said is, like, how come they didn't just, like, nobody tried to talk in this situation? They're just like, well, better start trying to steal, you know? Like, uh, yeah. Very, very strange. Um, and this is, like, plot hole number one. Why didn't they try the doorbell to talk to the grandma, quote unquote, grandma? Like, they're like, we must break in. It's like really? <laughs> um Let's see. Yeah, the uh the uh the girl from Kimmy Schmidt who got um hit with the nerf guns with thumbtacks had no marks on her face afterwards. I love that show Unbreakable. Oh, that's funny that as hell. That is that is fucking great. I love that show. Have you seen the whole thing? I saw the whole thing. Yes, sir. Yeah. I didn't see the end. We got to like season three and then got bored with it. I don't know. I think that's wasn't the end like an interactive musical. No, that was like the special they made. Like, should I go back and finish it? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go back and finish. It's good. It's good. It's good. I like the humor in it. I think it's great. I love how, like, the rich lady offers Kimmy a bottle of water. Would you like some water? No, thank you. Oh, okay. Just throws the whole bottle away in the trash because <laughs> she's got a fridge full of Fiji water. I love the rich lady. She's so scared. Pinot Noir. Mid-sized car. Right, <laughs> Pinot yeah, um, Noir. But yeah, it was, you know, it was good. But, like, yeah, but so... Let's go ahead and, and I'm going to read 
a five star review. Okay. <clears throat> it was a very refreshing new take on Home Alone movies. Oh, this was written by Starla Hohini. H O E H N E. How do you pronounce that, Robert? You're the attorney. Say it again. H O E H N E. I don't know. Oh, Heine, yeah. Okay, so Starla wrote. Starla's whole Heine. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna get dramatic with this one. So put in some let me play some dramatic music. Yeah, you should do that. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna bring it up right now. <laughs> Soft drama music. There we go. There we go. This is completely random. Oh, perfect. It was a very refreshing new take on the Home Alone movies. I love that the bad guys weren't truly bad guys, that there was a huge misunderstanding that caused the issues. Max wasn't nearly as endearing as Kevin from original, but by the end of the movie, was still able to see a side of him that missed his family. But it was the thieves' viewpoint that drew me in. I believe this is my second favorite of the Home Alone movies, with Home Alone 2 being my fave. And I love that Kevin's older brother from the originals was in this movie. Don't understand the negative reviews of this film. <coughs> One more, ready? <clears throat> By R. Fletcher. I would have given this movie four stars, but I have no idea why it's getting such bad reviews. So I'm giving it a five to balance it out. <laughs> I think I think in comparison to the original, people are doing a disservice. To this new take on a holiday classic It has the same homey feel As the originals And there's even a small cameo from the original Buzz Archie Yates Of Jojo Rabbit fame Jojo Rabbit was a better movie by the way Is a fantastic little protagonist And Ellie Kemper And Rob Delaney were great Misunderstood villains As far as family Christmas movies go This one is fine Holiday fun Especially for something that went straight to Disney Plus. <laughs> Let's do one more. I'm going to do one more. Sar Wes. <clears throat> At first, I thought this movie would be really bad because it would be completely garbage, but actually, it is a good movie. I like that the burglars are the main characters in the movie and they are not really robbers and that they change the story. It's not like the typical thieves that just rob and the people make boring remakes of Home Alone all the time, but this movie is good. It's also funny as well with the traps and what's going on. The only thing I will change is that they should dig more deeper into character Max and that the acting is a bit meh-ish. But other than that, I'm giving this movie a five out of five. <laughs> I recommend this movie. Mm. I don't know why critics and people hate this movie. They are just too stubborn and they think it will be garbage like the fourth and fifth movie. I'm Ironhide and I got a soft spot for Home Alone. <laughs> Want me to do one more? Yes. Please. Sure. It's so fun. It's a terrible movie. So. It is a piece of shit movie. <clears throat> Oh, this is better. This one's called Remember Cold Snowfall. 
So fine, of course, if you compare it directly to original Home Alone, you will find yourself disappointed. However, this movie plays homage to the original in little ways. Character comments, remakes are never better than the original. A character from the original has a clever role in this one, etc. All while its own movie with its own plot. Watch as an original movie, and you will likely enjoy it to the fullest. Overall, it's a cute <laughs> holiday movie appropriate to watch with the whole family. Is it a clever? Is it a clever appearance of Buzz? I feel like it wasn't very clever. No, like, I think it was just like a cop and doesn't give a shit. And he's a shit cop too, not a good cop. Like I don't want any other kid to go through what my brother went through because he turned out to be an asshole that pranks called the priest scene every fucking year. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's more like, oh my god. That guy went five miles over the speed limit. Not on my watch, bucko. Uh oh, an interracial couple. Better bust out some backup. Car 23? Yeah, yeah, one of those. Let me get out of this car. Let me lube up the doorway with butter because I'm a piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) shit, man. Not a not a good movie at all. I remember so many parts of that movie being like, this kid's a little piece of shit too. Like, there's nothing endearing about him. Nothing. This 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 <laughs> movie, the main character is an absolute shit. <laughs> I really, I've never been. In, I understand that children are abused, but. After seeing this little shit, like, I understand why it happens now more than ever. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, like, like I remember, like, the end of this movie, like, like Kevin's house, like, you know, in, in that movie, like, you know, he did he did things. And, like, you had, like, the toys on the floor and broken glass and all that shit. But, like, this kid fucking demolishes his mansion, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, demos it. And it's like, oh, it's okay. This is a misunderstanding. Yeah, we'll be I just, with you. Yeah. <laughs> I just blew a three foot circular hole in the floor in the main foyer. Mum's <laughs> gonna be mad at me, right? But it's like, you know, home alone, he set up all those traps and when Catherine O'Hara finally showed up, the house was immaculate again. Like he, he picked it up, you know? Uh-huh. Like the run of joke is like he took the bodies out back, buried them, hope for the best. But I mean, you know, it, it, the funny thing about Home Alone movies is any one of those incidents would knock you out of commission. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. Uh, what was a, a good Christmas movie I saw called Better Not Shout? It's actually a horror movie. And it's basically they they talk about, you know, that episode of Mythbusters where they tried to paint can trap from Home Alone right. and how it should kill someone. And that's how one of the guys die in Better Not Shout is with the paint can. Oh, trap. that's funny. You know, so like you see this yellow paint with the red drip mixed in with it. And it's it's a fucked up film, don't get me wrong. It really is fucked up. The guy did all this shit so he could try to impress a girl. But it shows like how methodical and evil this kid is. I mean, you know, it makes this Max Mercer kid look like a fucking saint. But holy shit, man, like this it's a it's a jacked up movie. What, what what's another good movie you guys like to watch during Christmas? My personal favorite will be and will always be Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely my favorite Christmas movie, hands down. 
hands down. There is no Christmas season without watching that. So I brought I brought Adele around on that too. Adele, sorry, we don't use real names here. Um, yeah, I brought her around on that too. She she loves that movie too now. So what a great movie. I've never been really connected to the to the National Lampoon movies. Oh I always God, I always found it? Chevy Chase to be really irritating to listen to. Oh, Christmas Vacation so good. It's so much better than the other vacation movies too. But uh I love it. I wish I could Didn't they do Caddyshack someday? Oh my God. No. I do. I do. Which by I want to say I because I saw this thing online that someone <laughs> made a uh like a mannequin that has like some motors hooked up to it, and they like. I saw that, yeah. It like kicks its feet and shit, and like. Someone called like, the cops. Yeah, like the fire department shows up to like rescue the <laughs> mannequin. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, I kind of want. So for those not to know, on Facebook there was a video make, going making rounds before Christmas of a guy who uh, had this mannequin, and he hooked up, I guess, this like hydraulic setup on the legs. Yeah. So it looked like he was so he would hang the mannequin from the roof. And make it look like he was dangling just to not fall. And the neighbors saw it. They freaked out and they called the cops. Um, and they sent the fire department. And yeah, I don't think he got in trouble for it. But <clears throat> yeah, that was, that was pretty clear. That did make me laugh when I first saw it. That was, that was pretty, that, that, was, that was good. That was good. Um, huh. Hey, Robert, what's a good Christmas movie for you to watch? What do you, what do you have to watch every Christmas? I definitely like I like to watch Christmas Story every year. Okay. I feel like my kids played Elf out like during the year. I don't know why they kept watching Elf, and that really killed that for me because I used to love that movie. I love the end of it. I love the redemption of the father. Like I love that. So the whole movie's silly, but his redemption at the end and how he's faking singing and everything, and when he yeah. finally sings, that was you're not singing. You're just moving your lips. Shut the fuck yeah. up, kid. And when he finally sang, that was just enough juice so Santa could actually fly. I love that. But yeah, they just I, killed the movie I, for me. I, I will say, I will say, watching that movie, because watched it recently, I'm like, that father had 10% of the world's Christmas spirit. Like, come on. <laughs> it was his well, fault I, I the found whole it funny. time. <laughs> There's a scene where, where, you know, the Central Park Rangers are dispersed, right? Yeah. And Santa's like, oh, no, it's the Central Park Rangers. I put them on the naughty list years ago. Yeah, well, they like, never like, forgave well, me. <laughs> I was like, I expected the next words out of Santa's mouth to be like, "All oh, those women I killed, they still think I'm responsible." <laughs> Some man. Shit. What else? Um, I like watching "It's a Wonderful Life." Um, yeah, I do. This... I check that out when I can too. That was a classic. Did you? Yeah. I'm sorry. Go to double back on Elf. Did anyone see the like uh, the one that's supposed to look like the Rankin Bass movies? Huh? About. So there's a <clears throat> Buddies musical something or other, and it's like all like supposed to look like claymation, like those Rankin Bass movies. Right, right, right. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. The story changes huh. just a little, um, but it's good. If you, if you, I used uh, to love watching those movies. Yeah, if you want to watch a, a decent version of Elf, it's pretty good. They they replace a couple different things, but I mean mostly the story is the same. My kids just my my seven year old Azalea just like she's just so bossy with the TV. She's like so close minded, and like getting her to watch something new is like pulling teeth. So um, there's a new another version of Christmas Carol. That's something I like to watch every year. Is Christmas Carol. I love all the different versions of it. You know. Are you talking about the one on Netflix? Uh, the, yeah, there's a new one, like a CGI one. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that was good. 
She was fighting me about it. I played it, and then she was like, oh, I like this. I'm like, no shit. Why don't you listen to me sometimes, you know? Yeah. Uh, No, it's it's a good one. Huh? Which Christmas Carol is your favorite? From the 80s. That one, I forget who's in it, but it's like just... I'll tell you my favorite. The Muppets. The Muppets is great. That's my number two. I love it. The music's fun. I think it's funny with the rats, like all that. That is funny. I love the go. I, that, that's a great one. I love that's number two. The first one is the one from the 80s. I forget who's in it. But, um, you know, um, where the ghost of Christmas future is like a giant young Santa Claus kind of figure, you know. Um, Actually, you know, the, the first Christmas Carol movie I saw, it wasn't like the Disney. It wasn't the one in the 80s. It was Scrooge, actually, with Bill Murray. Scrooge. Scrooge. Wait, the Scrooged movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't see that this year. This year, I didn't get to fucking watch much. I'm so mad. Oh. I watched It's a Wonderful Life. I watched Christmas Carol. And um, I couldn't watch Elf. Not again. My kid has been just playing Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2. Um, just on repeat. Those are tight. Those she are tight. Yeah, no, that was a good Christmas Chronicles. Like, number two has has the big kid from Deadpool two in it. I know so, he like, sucks. He does suck. Uh, it's only because like when I watched when I first watched it with him in it, I'm like, okay, when's he gonna curse? Right. You know, what's he got in his ass? Deadpool two, he had a fucking pen up his butt. He was yeah. like, oh, you have it in your prison wallet. Great, you know. Yeah. But I was like, oh no, it's right. It's a kids movie. But Kurt Russell makes a great Santa Claus. And I used and, to love watching uh, the Santa Claus. Uh, remember that movie? Did you see the new one, the Santa yeah. Clauses? Oh no, yeah, no, 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 not the series? Santa Claus. No, the um, the one with um Dudley Moore, where he's an elf. You remember that from the eighties? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one was very magical. I love that one. That's the like, one with John Lithgow, right? Where they ate yeah. the candy cane and they can fly. And... Yeah. You would. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one. You'd have to send that to me. I don't remember it. Sure Isn't it called the Santa Claus? But it's not. See the. Hold on here. The, the, I'll the Google thing it. You, you Tim, describe it. I'll Google it for you. Yeah, I mean, it's really just a, it's it's the story of how Santa Claus became Santa Claus, and it goes through the years, and he gets old, and he's still Santa, and you know, uh, you know, Dudley Moore's an elf, and. You know, I, I, I forget what it is, but Dudley Moore is like an inventor and he wants to spread his wings. So he goes into the regular world and he like, you know, John Lithgow is like a CEO, a scumbag. And he like, you know, markets Dudley Moore's like whatever, some like candy canes that have like the reindeer dust in them let you fly. Like, but this guy's like a real scumbag, like his toys have glass in them and stuff. You know, so it's a good 80s Christmas movie. 1985, Santa Claus the movie. It starred uh, Dudley Moore as Patch, the elf. Um, Dave Huddleston played Santa Claus. John Lethgow played BZ, the the uh, the CEO. And Burgess Meredith, Mickey, from the Rocky movies, played the ancient elf. There's a picture of him when he was young. God, Burgess Meredith was a fucking knockout little dude. Jesus, he must have pulled pussy. But yeah, um, I don't know. But yeah, we watched actually uh, the Santa Claus with what's his face, uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I didn't watch the Santa Clauses. Did you guys watch that show? There's, there's a, yeah, there's a series. My wife and her mom were watching that a lot, and I, I couldn't get into it. And, and, and it's so weird, right? So it's like I know it's based on kids, 
So I don't expect there to be like really good performances except from Tim Allen, which he fails a lot in this. Um, and the kid who played his son from the first two movies is in it, all grown up with a family of his own, and he fucking sucks at acting. He should have stuck to his day job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's about like uh, the Santa Claus, like being Santa Claus is a title. And then he meets the Santa Claus that fell off the roof in the first movie. And he's like, come on, dude. Like, you, you really think me falling off the roof is going to kill me, man? Like, I had this all planned out for you to be the Santa. It, it, it was weird. And I hated the intro to it. It was just so fucking weird. There's like these kids coming up. Like, they're like, you know, they're, they're like, it, it's kind of like they're, I don't know. It's like they're rising into the screen. And they're, it just, yeah, it came across as creepy. I couldn't watch it. Although there is one funny thing. There is one funny thing where they're like, hey, welcome Santa, but they misspelled this. So I said, Hello, welcome Satan. We love you. Oh, God. And he's like, come on, guys, grammar. Grammar. Like, oh, they look like, oh, they switch, you know. Um, so, yeah, my wife watched it. They liked it. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Tim Allen had a golden line um, where they're like, come on, like, go do whatever, make some friends. He's like, I'm a 60 year old man. He's like, nature doesn't, we don't, 60 year old men don't have friends. That's how nature keeps us grumpy or something like that. I was like, <laughs> I, relate. Anyway. I don't know. This, this whole Christmas season felt very rushed for me. It just, I saw Christmas coming quick and I was tired a month before it came. I was tired before Thanksgiving, you know, but um, it pulled, but I pulled it through, you know. We didn't go crazy with presents and it turned out we just got a nice normal amount of presents for everybody. You know, and um, and that's just, yeah, like normally just I felt like I didn't have any time. I didn't have time to sit down and watch too many Christmas movies. Very frustrating. You know, but Christmas Day was really nice. It was very just peaceful and calm and everybody chilled out, which is good. Did you ever see the uh, Muppet Christmas movie? Not the Christmas Carol. The, the, uh, the oh, one. Emmett Otter's Drug Band Christmas. That's up there. Got to watch that every year. The... Uh... Emmett Otter's Drug Band Christmas with the uh, Muppets. Oh, it was, that was on there, wasn't it? So, here, here's an honorable mention. Uh, a very popular, he's like a, he's considered a hardcore legend in professional wrestling. Mick Foley, who played Mankind mm-hmm. in WWF, um, he's actually a big like Christmas nut. Like he has one room he calls the Christmas room, which is just laced with decorations, and he just and he dresses up as Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm serious. It, it, was, it was an honorable mention. So wait, what, what were you talking about, Justin? Is another movie of Muppets? The the, uh, the one that's the uh, that basically is the uh, the uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Oh really? Uh huh. Yeah. I know that. I'll be right back. One second. Yeah, like uh, it's uh, totally it's a Wonderful Life. So very look good. at the birds really. up in the trees. Yeah. I can't it. believe you didn't mention Emmett Otter's Drug Band Christmas. I don't know if I know that one. I gotta... What? I don't know if I know it. I'm sorry. There ain't no hole in the wash tub. It sounds familiar, but I don't know it. Yeah, so like Kermit's, the Kermit's like narrating. The wonderful. Oh, I do know that one. Yeah, I do know it. Forgot about <laughs> that one. 
poor otters and they just the only way they have money like his dad died so they just scrape by by his mom doing laundry and then the piece of shit like drills a hole in her wash tub so he can make an instrument out of it to I, play in I his band remember that one yeah <laughs> uh, i remember that one <laughs> yeah. oh man it's been a while since i've seen that one you know what else i enjoyed this year the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I meant to watch that one too. I heard good things. So. It was really good. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. There were people where. Do you mind talking about it or do you don't no, want to talk don't, about it? I don't, I don't care about spoilers. Like, I can still well, enjoy a movie with spoilers and all that stuff. What's that guy's name again? Mary Poppins? What's his name? Uh, Dick Van Dyke? No, no. The, the, the blue dude with the fin on his head. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, like they show like a they show cutbacks to when um, uh, Star Lord was a kid, you know, and when he was on the crew, and how nasty who Mary Poppins was to him and stuff, yeah. and you know. But it, it ends, you know, with um, like you know, what's his face? I can't remember. Don't remember his name. He gives Star Lord like a yeah, like Yondu, his first Yondu, set of blasters. Yondu, Yondu gives. Um, what's Star Lord's name? Is it? What's not? What's his name? Peter Quill. Quill. Yondu gives Quill his first set of blasters for Christmas. And they have like a father-son moment. And oh, the, are, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? I like that a lot. I did too. I thought people it was People were complaining about that. They think it ruins so much about the underlying story of Guardians. And it ruins the moment um, in Guardians 2, you know, when Yondu was like, he was not your, you know, he may have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. You know? But you saw yeah. it already. Like this, like come on. Like so, you gave, so you gave more backstory to why Yondu would say something like that in the second movie. You know, like who cares? Yeah. Basically. Well, because well, yeah. I mean, I think it's because you know he was saying, you know, Quill was saying like you said you're gonna eat me. You know, and he's like I had to make you tough. But it doesn't mean he was all wasn't always. You know, it doesn't mean he was always like that. Maybe once in a blue moon he was kind to him. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's it's really good. Kevin, you know, they, they, Kevin Bacon was great in it. They they kidnap basically. Um, what's his face? Uh, Mantis and um, Drax. Drax kidnap Kevin Bacon. To you get did human trafficking. <laughs> you committed human <laughs> trafficking. Like, <laughs> it, it was it was good. It was like an hour. I think it's forty minutes to an hour. It's it's really it's a good watch. I got yeah, it. Is I've, I've heard good yeah. things. So it's, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Damn Star Wars uh, trying to think, what other Christmas movies do I usually like to watch? That's what pisses me off. Like this year, I just felt like I didn't have any fucking time. It was almost like when I was working for someone else, the time I took for myself, I allowed myself not to do anything work related. Mm-hmm. You know, so I could just totally take a vacation and just immerse myself in being off. Working for yourself, it's like you're always working, and it's like if you take the time off, you're neglecting people. You know, in addition to parent and family responsibilities. So it's been kind of weird, but. Uh, what was I, I going to say? Um, oh, so. Did you watch any other Christmas movies this year, Justin? I've watched, we've watched a bunch of them this year. So. You know what I checked out? What'd you check out? Hello? Spirited. Yeah, totally we watched awesome. that one too. But, holy crap. Okay, so I can tolerate musicals, man. Mm hmm. But that movie was like five or six lines of dialogue, 
grandiose ten minute musical number. Yeah. Five or six lines of dialogue, fifteen minute musical number. We lost Robert. He'll be back. Oh, there we go. He's back. So Adele and I definitely felt that it was too long. Like you know, like we were we were fine with it. You know, like she thought she was getting bored. She wanted to turn it off at a certain point. And like, but like towards the end, I thought it got a lot better. Um, but it definitely like all the musical numbers, uh, just kind of made it just, in, in my opinion, just a little bit too long of a uh, experience. So. No, I I will say this. I like the premise mm-hmm. of there being a department that specializes on having Christmas carols done on people. Yes, exactly. Um. You know, I, I, Ryan Reynolds did a good job coming across as that big scumbaggy, you know, PR guy. Um, Will Farrell, who I used to hate with a passion. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get me to watch a lot of Will Farrell movies back in the day, but he was actually really good in this. Mm-hmm. And I thought, again, like you said, too long. Um, way too many musical numbers. Like they had a fucking song about everything. Yep. And you know, and and the scenes like there was like it's like you sit there and and you watch that scene where um, what you call it, Ryan Reynolds and this obviously spoilers. You know, like thankfully my sister had an Apple Plus membership because yeah, I, I, I wasn't gonna. We signed up for it for a free week just to see it. And we're like, mm. okay. Yeah, so like I only use it just for that. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes, now we can. I had to unplug my headset. I don't know what happened. You know what's funny? After after the sound died for me, now it's just a laptop mic, so it probably sounds terrible. No, you sound fine. You, sound you fun. actually don't sound any different. Wow. Yeah, you don't. So, so after. Roll with it. After the mic, after the headphones died for some reason, I finally found the volume control on them. <laughs> oh boy, man. this is one of those days. What were you yeah, saying? I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. It's, it's all right. We were talking about Spirited Away with Will Ferrell, and Ryan Will, yeah, Williams. Spirited, not Spirited Away. That's totally Spirited. Awesome. Yeah, sorry. Spirited. Spirited. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Apple on Apple. Plus. Apple. Plus. Oh. Yeah. They uh they made a big deal about it because like. They they've been all over YouTube on the Ryan Reynolds' channel about like <laughs> being in a a movie with a Christmas movie with Will Ferrell that's not Elf and like the the promos are probably better than the movie most of the time. There was some oh, I got... in the movie that were pretty funny. I, I have another holiday movie. We'll, we'll get back to you. We're talking about Spirited right now. You I'm gonna forget. You wait. Okay. Write it down. No. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Um, there is a scene in the Christmas party where Wolf Ferrell walks up to the guy dressed up as an elf, remember? Uh-huh. And he says, you look stupid. Yeah, that, that part was... I was like, I was like, I thought it was funny. I was like, fuck off, dude. Like, you know, like, and it's only because that's my wife's Christmas movie. That's her Christmas movie she has to watch. Yeah. Like, I have to watch Scrooge at least once in December. When is this from? I didn't mind it just because I thought it was just a funny little nod to Elf about being like, you look stupid, the guy who actually looked like Will Ferrell's Elf. But uh, yeah. like, that didn't bother me too much. But, yeah, but, like, there was a musical number for fucking everything, but, like, the, the heart-wrenching scene that sold me on what 
an absolute piece of shit Ryan Reynolds' character was when his sister was dying in a hospital of cancer. She's like, I got a big favor to ask you, bro, you know, and, and she asked him to look after her kid. Yep. And he basically was like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not a dad, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just not. He really did, and he pawned it on to his brother. He's like, oh, you know, and, and his brother was a genuinely, like, nice guy, but he was kind of a clown, and, you know, and when they did the, the Christmas party, they were all talking shit about him. He's like, yeah, you know, he wasn't always like that, you know, when we were growing up. Well, how do you know? I'm his brother. They were like, what? You know, they were freaking out because they thought they were fired by then. Um, but Octavia Spencer, Will Ferrell's love interest, she played a great role in the, in the movie. Um, I almost watched Bad Santa too, but I decided to watch some movie reviews on it and have it spoiled for me. Um, kind of glad I didn't, because they're in retrospect after watching the first Bad Santa. I watched it like near, and almost at the end of November um, when we got back from the cruise. Like, it didn't need a sequel. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why they made a sequel. Money. That's all. Like, Billy Bob Thornton needed a quick paycheck. Is all I can think of, but. Like, it didn't need a sequel at all. And, like, they brought back the kid from the first one. And the kid went from, like, saying maybe ten lines of dialogue in the entire film to, like, you can't get him to shut the fuck up. Uh You know? Like, holy shit, man. But, yeah, what what was your your movie, Robert? Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, yeah, with Adam Sandler. (laughs) That's another good one. Every year, I wonder that. if that guy ever wiped with the wrong hand. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, the, Poopsicle. <laughs> I ever tell you that story the uh, when I first met Carrie's dad and she went to go use the bathroom and because I showed up a little late to like our dinner and he was like, oh, I hope you, uh, I hope you have better sense of timing in the future. I'm like, well, Jim, I'm just wondering, you ever because he had a hook because he lost his hand in an industrial accident. Like years and oh years God. ago. So I was like, I wonder, Jim, you ever wipe with the wrong hand? He just gave me this shit looking fucking face. Rest in peace, Jim. You said that <laughs> to the guy after showing did, up late like, to meet him. You were such a yeah. bad. <laughs> you could tell you wanted to bash me over the head with his ball. I was like, I had such a shit day. I was back when I was a trash man and my average day was like 14 hours long. You know, but I had such a shit fucking like day i was just and i was like fuck i had to go home and hurry up and shower then i had to tear ass fucking to go meet up with my wife and her dad who you know when he showed up she fucking melted down on me and shit because she she still had you know she has unresolved issues um but it was mm. fuck like it just and i didn't need to get shit from the guy who just made my girlfriend cry at the time you know i was like fuck off man mm. You know, and it was one of those, like, where we kind of had a nasty back and forth. And when she showed up, we're like, oh, hey, what's up? How's it going? Um, bum, biddy, 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 bum, bum. Biddy, 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 bum. What is, what is your guys' opinion on holiday music when it's, you know, obviously a lot of talented people like Mariah Carey, you know, Instinct, whoever, uh, Dr. Fon, Dr. I forget their name. It's my my wife loves them. When they cover songs, what's your favorite renditions of which songs? Oh. Pentatonic. Pentatonic. Yeah, those those guys. Yeah, I call them Delta Phonics. I'm so into in touch with <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> Quadraphonics. 
What's their favorite to, remake? I don't tend to like a lot of the covers. Like, no. I, I like I like the the original songs. And for the love of God, I can't find the Christmas Vacation song by uh, Mavis Staples on Amazon. You only get like all the like shitty covers. And I'm like, oh, these are awful. These are awful. The it, you know which one I like to play is, and it's fucked up because now it's like you know they they, they basically had it removed from radio stations to play them. Is uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. That's stupid. Uh, yeah, that got canceled. Yeah, and my favorite rendition, I like the Dean Martin version, the original, but I do like Michael Bublé's cover of it. Oh, come on. Michael what? Bublé. I can't even like him because of his name, Michael Bublé. Oh, fuck off. He's talented. The guy can sing. Michael Bublé. Bublé. Yeah, but he's just a crooner, and he sounds like, he sounds like he just, he's not putting his own take on anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like I, I was asking myself this question because like I've been listening a lot to like I listen to a lot of Christmas music stations and playlists and everything. Yeah. And um I found myself advancing, advancing, advancing. I just not like I don't want this, I don't want to hear this, I don't hear this. And I realized I I like Christian Christmas music. You know, I like the the Christian themed Christmas music the most. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Noel, like, Hallelujah. Yep. You know, I mean, all that stuff. You know, little drummer. What's the name that one guy? He fucking kills it in the song Noel, man. Let's do can hold some fucking notes, man. You know, Very, oh, I'm gonna Google that. That's that's the stuff I prefer more than the pop stuff. I realized, you know, actually, I got turned on this year by chance because we were hanging up Christmas lights. Like after Thanksgiving and Lisa put in Christmas and Hollis on on Pandora. And then that led to just random like Christmas rap songs and stuff. And it turns out I love Christmas trap. <laughs> I swear to God, hold on a second. And I got a whole playlist going on. And I was playing it every morning, driving Scar at the school. And like if I was on the phone, she'd get mad because she wanted me to play the Christmas trap. Here, hold <laughs> on. Watch this. Turn my thumbs up. It's in my thumbs up. So hold on. Ah, shit. Get right back. I got pee. Fuck is my thumbs up? It's always my luck, guys. Mm-hmm. Here, my thumbs up. Listen. There are so many like Christmas hip hop trap remixes I didn't even know about. It's amazing. <laughs> oh God. <sighs> that was fun. That's been some fun music I've been listening a lot to. So, oh, what was I doing? I was holding up to the microphone. God damn it. So your your classic your classic uh Christian uh songs that you were talking about. Uh what's a uh what's a staple? I love Little Drummer Boy. I love Noel. Mm-hmm. I mean, all that stuff, you know. I would say, but I also like um, 
Christmas in Sarajevo. What, what, who is that? Um, huh? Fucking uh, uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Right. Yep. You know, I love that one. But I love Little Drummer Boy. I love the original. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like I like I like the yeah. What about you? Um, I would say my favorite old school. I don't know. It changed. It used to be um, it's the one the starry star is shining in the sky, with the tail as big as tight. Uh, it's not Noel. No, what song is that called? Um. Do you see what I see? Is that the name of the song? Do you see what I yeah? So that that's a great that one. My favorite. Um, oh, holy night! I think is up there now. Like especially yep. if there's a really, really good singer singing it. Yep. Um, yeah. So I yeah, found like out that like one thing I've learned about my uh, my likings for Christmas is I, I'm very much a person who who appreciates people who have soul. To their voice. Um, the Baby Please Come Home song. I love that song. Michael Bubbly has a version of it. I'm like, this is trash. Get it off of here. Uh, I, think I like Ryan Bruce. Perry what's the Bruce? One. What about the Bruce Springsteen one? What's that one? Oh, the uh, Santa Claus coming down. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, also, like you didn't one, yeah. you didn't you two sing Baby Please Come Home? I don't fucking know. If he did, I don't want to hear Baby, that. Baby, please come home. Baby. Yeah, I think it goes to you too. Bono. Uh, what? Go fuck himself. No. What? No, you need to have one with the the, the original lady, uh, Darlene Love, I think is her name, something like that. Her that version is amazing. Yeah, as you two did it. Maybe it's a different song. Maybe you're thinking of a different song. Oh, this. This one. Uh, pardon the YouTube ads. I hate YouTube ads. It's funny. We got cable because of all the commercials on regular television. Yeah, no, and then we got streaming was... services because of all the commercials on cable. Mm-hmm. And now the streaming services are full of it. This. Right? Oh, yeah, that's the song, but... That, right? The original's way better. Way Who better. sings it? Darlene Love is her name. Darlene Love. All alone on Christmas? No, here. Baby, Baby please come. come home. She has the best version of this song, so... A lot of live versions. I don't see, like, a studio version. Oh, I see it's all Whoa, different... What's going on? Yeah, no, what are you trying to, to wipe a market. stain off your shirt with your laptop? Oh, this one, yeah. Yeah, Darlene Love. Yeah. Her version. Did you best. did you hear the Christmas trap, Oscar? He did not. No. Listen. <laughs> so yeah, so that guy was telling you that, that killed the song Noel. His name is Josh Groban. Oh yeah, Josh just Groban. listen to this. Yeah. 
Oh, you this love is, Josh Groban. Josh Groban is much better than uh, Michael Bublé. He's so much better than Michael Bublé. <laughs> what? Yeah. What are you talking about? <coughs> that you're either beaming up to the mothership, or you're trying to wipe a pasta stain off your shirt using your laptop. I'm not even mad. Get off, It's not me. It was. It's you. There was a me. years ago. There was a really funny um, "12 Days of Christmas" song. It was like the, the things that bother me or something. Days of Christmas. Remember that? Uh-huh, that's one of my favorites too. Straight Hang it up these lights. <laughs> Hangovers. One light goes up. I love that song too. Uh, but here's one nobody knows. There is uh, a guy, Yorgi Yorgson is the name, and that he has two songs: reason. "Jingle Bells" and Yingle. "I Just Go Nuts at Christmas." Highly recommend. Jingle bells. Jingle. Yeah, Jingle bells. <laughs> I wonder if we would get a copyright strike if we played it. You just look it up on YouTube. It's amazing. It's one of my all-time favorite Christmas songs from when I was How would we kid. get a strike? We're not monetized. I know. But, like, you can't monetize this. Like, fuck you. You can monetize this anyway, bitch. So. Yorgi Yorgensen. Yorgi Yorgensen. Yorgsen or Jorgensen? Uh, might be Jorgensen. Yeah. Uh, Yingle Bells. Yep. Let's say. My life says to me. Oh, my God. It's amazing. My wife says to me, let's not drive the old coupe. It's on again. The one horse open sleigh. The horse was awful mad. If he could talk, he'd say, You'll be sorry you hitched me to a one horse open sleigh. A jingle bells, jingle bells, a jingling all the way. It ain't fun like it used to be in a one horse open sleigh. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds like something my dear Julio would try to sing during a Christmas party. Dude. Is this like a really old song or is it like a new song that they try to it's make sound old. old? It's old. Um. The dude is probably some old Hispanic guy. Come on, come on, my friend, Yingal Bell. Come on, Maricón Bell. Sing, canta, canta conmigo. Yingal, uh, sing a te pendejo y me voy de aquí. Well worth, well worth the whole list. Christmas, that's, such a thing to me. It's a that's a great song. <sighs> well, I think that's good. It's going to cover for tonight's episode. What did you get? What did you get for Christmas, Oscar? Did you say? Yeah, I said already. Oh, okay. A side piece hooked me up. All right. Speaking of side pieces, big shout outs to our good friend Dust Mites for providing the beats for the theme song. Check out our friends over at Realm of Collectors on Facebook. Like they need our plug. They don't remember us anymore. He, he actually posted something really nice on Facebook recently, uh, just the other day. You know, just a shout out to anybody alone to let them know they're not alone. That was really nice of him. Yeah. And it touched a lot of people. It meant a lot to many people. They appreciate actually, it. I I have a 
I have a friend. She's been having a rough couple of years, and her family has been an absolute group of douchebags to her. And I got tired of reading her really depressing status updates, you know. So I was like, "Hey, why don't you?" Because every it used to be a tradition here. Um, every Christmas morning, I make breakfast for my wife's friends because they're here for the holidays, not with their families. So I invited her. I was like, "Why don't you come down?" But can I can I pause for a second? Do you do this huh. wearing nothing but an apron? No. And he just goes, eat your fucking cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding your plate on my penis. There's a little bit red. Come on, touch it. Here's your eggs no, and but, um, here's your sausage. So I, I invited her over. I was like, why don't you come down and, you know, spend Christmas morning with us. I'll make you breakfast. And she's like, all right. And sadly, she had to play the errand girl on her way in. I was like, yo, I'm out of half and half. I know you drink coffee like I do. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll get it. And she's like, all right, I'm on my way. And I'm like, oh, my wife wants some orange juice because we're almost out of orange juice. And she's like, oh, my God, you're killing me. Okay, I'll get it. I'm on my way. And she showed up. And, of course, uh, so the 7-Eleven she stopped at didn't have half and half. So they gave her a bunch of the little half and half cups. Oh, you that's know? trash. That's trash and, and so, half. So, like, all those came in. <laughs> so I had to use those. Uh, for us to have our coffee, but you know, I, I you know, she's she's gotten into drawing pretty hardcore, so I gave her a sketchbook and some of my reference, like you know, learn to draw X amount, you know, X thing type of uh art books I used to use all the time, and I gave it to her. I wrapped it, I had my wife wrap it up, put a bow on it, and I'm like, Here you go, you know, it's free. She's like, Are you serious? I'm like, Yeah, she's like, I ain't get you nothing. I'm like, That's not the reason, take it, you know, and took the present. And this poor girl balls out in front of me and my wife. And she's like, this is the first present I unwrapped in, like, 10 years. Mm. I was like, ah, uh, don't read the note. And she's like, what? And inside the first reference book, I was like, you know, Merry Christmas. This is not a piece of shit. No, no. I said, Merry Christmas. I know you've had it rough. But I want you to know in this house, you'll always be loved. You'll never be judged. We love you. We want you here more often. Oscar and Carrie. And she just fucking just Niagara Falls all over the couch. She Peter Pan's? No, man, she fucking cried. Oh. So she fucking broke down in tears and was crying like crazy. And, you know, it, it just sucks, man. I hate that, you know, sometimes family treat other family members like that. And, you know, it fucking blows. But I'm glad she had a good day that day. She was, like, super That's grateful. Nice. And and I, I want to make it. Look at you. I want to make it. A, I, I want to make it a very good thing to have her come over on occasion and, and vent with us how she feels and, you know. I think it'll be better for her to be in a place that isn't going, what are you doing with your life? What's wrong with you? Right. Like giving her a fucking shit for no reason, man. Come on, it's fuck, you know, she's like fucking almost 30. It's not fair. But yeah, but on that note, um, you know, shout out to Eddie Dustmites for posting that really sincere posting on Facebook. If he lived in Florida, he'd be over here having breakfast with us on Christmas morning, too. So he'll bring the pork um, roll. I'll break the pork roll. You mean the ham? Whatever. You know, it's um, gross. It's fucking salty. It's gross. That's delicious. Shut up. So for those of, those of you who followed us from Shadowcast Cut, we are grateful to each and every one of you for joining us on this journey. Check out T2RX6 on our YouTube. Matthew Baldwin, myself, <laughs> and Robert it. D. Huh? Check out T2RX6 and it's just like, this page has been deleted. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, put, check out us. the other day. I posted something the other day. I was surprised that uh, uh, 
and shout out to Frank who's like, "You posted something. You're alive." I'm like, "Oh, geez, people still look here. Hmm. Maybe I should someday." Maybe. So yeah, Matt didn't join us tonight because it was him and Lisa's day to do stuff. You know, it's not the holidays. They went out. Sure, they're yeah, getting horizontal with each other. Um. So yeah, so we'll see you guys next time. Until then, on behalf of me and everyone else on here. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year by the time you hear this. Yeah, we love you guys. We'll, next time we'll do the we'll do some news. Or maybe we won't. I don't know. You want to fight about yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, questions about us, want some life advice, leave it in the comments, you know, yeah. if you made yeah. it this far. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys later. We love you. Bye bye.